<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chella Time, where four <laughs> friends talk about their thoughts with a drink in hand. Already starting off with a bang, ladies and gentlemen, here today. Um, my name is Diego. <laughs> my name is Cesar. How are you guys doing? Hey, yo, I'm Joel. And I'm Peter. Let's get it started. Oh, fuck, that actually scared me. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I'll join you. I'll join you. Yeah. All right, let's go. What are you guys drinking tonight? I'll start us off. Um, I have a nice little Coors. I am doing Coke and Jack. Modela Negra. I'm drinking Seagrams. Just to reiterate, Caesar, that was a Modelo Negra, right? Yeah. Okay. Sounded a little bit off there. Just got scared. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Um, All drinks are equal, all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not necessarily. Jack and Coke is a hell of a lot stronger than uh, just a basic beer. But yeah, if, fuck, if, you, if you catch my drip. But uh, but yeah. Um, how are y'all doing? Pretty all right. Pretty all right. How about Pretty you? Pretty sad. Uh, all right. <laughs> Fucking sad. Why are you sad? Talk to me, big man. Talk to me. Why are you sad? I'm good. Just feeling stuck at home due to COVID and stuff. Pussy. Oh, poor man. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> I fucking hate it, dude. Like, I feel like there's no, no, like, life isn't fun anymore. We can't even go. Well, we can, but I, I personally choose not to go out. Just, I don't want to run the risk. But uh, it sucks until this I, whole thing gets figured out. It might be weird, but I actually find it entertaining. Like my own company, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm capable yes. of doing that. So it's like I. Although, yes, I'd rather be, you know, passing time with, with people that I otherwise would be had this not been happening. I, I'm i not dying. Like, you know, I, I I think I have a lot of fun just chilling here at home. So it's a good time. And you become more creative at home. Too. Yeah, you dude, I've been, ideas. I've been a little bit like more productive at home or at least more shit's been getting done over here at home. So I, I, yeah. I think that's good. Um, It's interesting because I... I mean, I've always been a homebody, so I always just lay at home anyway. I, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm most comfortable when I'm at ho- in my own home. Um, but I, it does come with a single downside, and that's that I am in my own head a little too much sometimes. So I feel like I'm starting to become like crazy, you know, like being here all day and not going out at all, like for a few days at a time definitely has a negative effect on the mind that. I feel like is now becoming more prevalent with, you know, more people that stay at home longer. I think I'm, I'm finally able to, to be able to like say that. And people are like, Oh yeah, I, I totally feel that. But it's, it, there's days, man, where I'm, I'm here at home and I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like the walls are closing in and then the, you know, the next five minutes, I'm totally fine. It's really bizarre. Yeah. See, and you feel that way and you're in a, like a whole ass apartment. Imagine me, with like a fucking my small ass room and i'm just yeah i know i can go outside but sometimes when i when i'm working i don't get a chance to go outside and then i get off at seven and then you know seven to whatever time i fall asleep i'm just in my room and i'm just like i fucking need to get out of here <laughs> yeah it is i mean and, and you're right like being in in my apartment it's like yeah you know i have my freedom i can just walk around but there is like, I, I totally get what you mean, where there is a sense of like, oh, my gosh, I really need to go somewhere. Like, you know, any chance I get like, oh, we need we need something from the from the grocery store. Let's go. Like, I'm I'm so ready to, to get out of here for once. You know, I, I feel like I haven't felt that yet, at least in the sense that I'm like on a constant grind due to school. And considering I just finished school, but we'll be back in like under a week and a half. It's like. You know, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll finally get to experience that even in, in the slightest bit where I'll have to fully try and find things to occupy my mind. But I mean, uh, like before this or after this even started, like with the whole quarantine and thing, I was in school. So again, I was still on a constant grind. So I had something to occupy myself with. You were and already then, in your room to begin with. right? Yeah. So it's like I've felt no difference except like after school ended. And then I had a little bit of time, which I guess was different there because I actually took it as like, oh, finally, I'm away from school. Now I can take a break. So I, I haven't held that, haven't felt that fatigue, but I, I can't imagine how, how Diego, you said being too caught up within your own mind could be, you know, 
very taxing as well. So fortunately, I haven't I haven't been there yet. You know, like when no, I did it, when I had free time, I got COVID. So <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it's time. it's been a it's a constant grind. I've always had something to do. You're you're definitely right that you know you being in school, you have that to be busy on. Like you're able to put your mind to that. But for me, like if I'm not working or I'm not like playing online with you guys, it's almost like there's times where it's it's hard to explain. But OK, you know, like I'll be on YouTube or something like browsing to watch for like a video or on Netflix browsing to watch for a show. And then sometimes I feel like, no, like there's too much to watch or, or you know, I'll try to force myself to, to do something more productive. But then I get like anxious thinking to myself like, oh, well, there's like three different things which one do i start with like am i going to be able to get it all done i don't know it's just like you know stupid things like that that i'll start to overthink it and then i'll like overload my mind and then i'll just do nothing and then after like three hours of doing that it's like okay i'll just start on this one thing yeah i i feel like sometimes there's not enough to watch i feel like there isn't you know there's like that normal cycle of of everything on youtube that you watch and i I'm not pretty adventurous when it comes to watching new things, uh, whether that be a TV show or a new channel. Like I'll, I'll have to really dig the first video that I watch, or else I, I won't hold on to it. Like if if I'm not wowed within the first video or the first episode, then I'll be more reluctant to, like, oh, I'll give it a second shot. I'm I'm definitely not like that. So I feel like in YouTube, I'm constantly running out of things to watch because I. I have the things that I like to watch, you know, well, the PewDiePie, KSI, some music videos, stuff like that. But as soon as those are over, I'm like, great. What the fuck do I do now? <laughs> it, it definitely helps if you grew up with YouTube, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of us here did. Oh, yeah, um, I did. But like for me, like I was watching YouTube when like like Ray William Johnson was first like whipping out videos. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so over time, like I started watching like Ryan Higa, Shane Dawson, Smosh and from there, they branched out to other things and introduced other uh, creators. So, like, right now, like, my YouTube situation, it's not a problem. I can definitely keep myself occupied on YouTube the entire day because I have that many creators, you know, shitting out ch- videos day per day. Yeah. So I guess definitely... to clarify as to why I get, like, tired is because, unfortunately, well, no, not unfortunately, that that's not correct to say, but uh, the channels that you watch or that we watch, uh, a lot of the times when they branch out to those other other channels, they're they're very similar. I mean, there's not a lot of difference when you go from a Ryan Higa to a Smosh. You know, the the, the skits are very ordered, right. and you know they have that same pacing and everything. So, I feel like what is more fatiguing is the genre of videos because I feel like you can only watch so much until you want something that is at least fresh. And so I, I, I struggle with that even a little bit. I, I, I find that um, it's, it makes me sad sometimes because uh, uh, watching, for example, like when I first really got into YouTube, God, it must have been like maybe 11 or 12. And I remember specifically is because I had gotten an iPod Touch for my birthday. Oh, yeah. I would never owned like a smart device up until that point. So I was like really excited to, to use it. So being on YouTube and then finding my own, you know, genre of, of video to watch like all the time, you start to grow um, almost like attached to specific YouTubers and channels. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, me segueing into like what our favorite YouTubers are. For um, But for me, um, I find that as I grow old, like, you know, then me being 11 and 12, me being like, it's been 10 years now, I'm 21. A lot of the channels that I started off with, it's like, I find myself watching them less and less because yeah. mm-hmm. they either were super long and I was a kid. So I had literally nothing to do, no responsibility. So I could watch them for hours on end or the cast slowly starts to change. And then you start to realize like, Oh, I don't like these new people. And it's, not because they're not, you know, making the videos great or if anything, with time, the, the, the channels get better due to like production and stuff like that. But it's just like you start to miss the the 
the older you know cast members from a channel or like yeah. the older types of videos and then maybe they stop making a certain type of video and then it's like you know you know i'm now here at a point where it's like oh man i used to watch that channel i'm still subscribed to them but i haven't watched any of their videos in years it's really bizarre it's it, 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 yeah it reminds me of smosh you know um you, you oh, said smosh. how you I you watch smosh them so much for so long that you like start watching them less that reminded me of of that quote i don't know where it's from i i know it was there in batman for a little bit i think it was in the dark knight but it's you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain yeah that's the and so in in a more like twisted way it's like you these channels are either great when you when you watch them or they get so overly produced that they become unauthentic and more corporate. And I think that's what happened with Smosh. And that's also why why Anthony left. Because he's like, they started losing their identity day mm. after day. Because it, it started getting more corporate. These guys were, you look at them and you're like, Smosh. Oh, it's Ian and, and, and Ethan. Um, Ian and Anthony. Ian and Anthony, sorry. <laughs> up. It's been a while. It's been a while. But uh, those guys weren't even the owners. To start with, yeah, this they, entire time they were not the owners of Who were they part of? Defy Media. Defy Media, yeah. Yeah, so it's like these guys, they themselves got tired of it. You know, they saw how it started to become inauthentic after like eight plus channels: Smosh Gaming, Smosh Gaming Extra, Smosh Two. It's like it's it's too much, and I've seen that with with other stuff too, like including Ray William Johnson, mm-hmm. where they they just stray away from what it was that people loved originally about them to, yeah yeah and to, and to piggyback off of that it also comes into play their their audience really because now again you had me who at like you know very very young was watching smosh back in 2005 2006 like i, I remember watching the new videos come out and then you tend to get older. When you get older, your humor starts to change. So at that point, you know, at, at some point, I do remember Smosh not being funny to me anymore. And yes, it could have very well been because of that production company and the way that they were writing their scripts now. But, you know, at that point, my, my humor had probably changed. So that might have been some factor as to their downfall. And, and I'm assuming that's the same with every other audience member. That's that's interesting you mentioned that because I feel like with some channels I actually um man Smosh is one that I kind of missed the boat on I never really got into those guys but um for me I, I would watch a lot of uh um Rooster Teeth vids and back in gosh I want to say like 2012 was when they really started to kind of jump into the mainstream they're already mainstream but more so um than is that before. the same time they got with GameStop. Or am I thinking of another time? No, I mean, no, you're right. They did start doing stuff with them. Um, but but it, it, you guys mentioned how you guys go back to the older videos and you don't find them funny. I find it's the opposite. It's, it's the other way around sometimes where because um, with most most places trying to become, you know, more PC, um, you know, now with like the Black Lives Matter movement and like Me Too stuff and just trying to not make um, jokes that were funny back then, but obviously would not be funny to most of the audience now. It's like I, I go back and watch some of the older videos and it's more of my humor, you know, because I'm into like darker humor uh, stuff that most people wouldn't find funny now. Yeah. Mostly based because of the of the climate in terms of like, you know, the movements going on. Um, but it's just like seeing them change that and just trying to go more with what not necessarily their core fans wanted, but what the mainstream wants so that they can keep putting themselves out there always sucked and always made it feel like, man, the more and more I watch, the more I find that this channel isn't becoming the type of channel I want to be a part of anymore. Like I wish they had kind of, which, which is hard to, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to to sit here and be like, oh, I wish they wouldn't change. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm glad they did because, yes, they do get more success. They do get more mainstream. They do get more people coming in. But it's almost like 
it's like man i still wish they were a bit smaller just so yeah. I, could, I could still feel a part of it it's it's almost a double-edged sword because you know people want to see you progress they're like oh i wonder what what's gonna be new right and it it's almost gets to the point where when you when you change what you start to do that's that's a clear indicator of success you know you start growing and everything but you you start growing and you start being i guess too normalized too mainstream that you you stray away from what made you successful and that's when people start to say oh it's either people don't either align with you because you stop making the things that you used to do or if you keep if you continue doing the things you used to do people are like oh he's not innovating he's not changing so it's almost like well what the fuck do you do because if you either change too much then people will stop and will leave you because you've lost your identity but then if you don't change people get tired of what you're doing at the same time you can't keep continuing doing the same thing because then it becomes old itself so right you're, you no. are almost forced to be to do something new. It's inevitable yeah. that a, you're going to have to do something different. As a creator, that's, I think, the biggest thing they struggle with. You know, what's next? You know, I yeah. and I think at one point you they just get tired. As an audience and a creator, both get tired of the same content. And, you know, these guys are always thinking about, okay, you know, video ideas, right? What What's what's next? And yeah it's it's a double-ended sword they have to it's just what decision is the best and how do you execute it correctly so Mm -hmm. everyone's happy i wanted to insert something real quick so one of my favorite rappers is uh j cole and in his his album which one is it is it kod yeah kod which is his most recent album he he does a diss track on lil pump you know the guy who does gucci gang gucci gang yeah yeah so he he has this quote where he, fuck, let me find it. Let me find it. He, I'm sorry, guys. I, I it was just on my screen and I have lost track of it. But yeah, so here I found it. So essentially, yeah. So he he's like, okay, these new rappers are like so repetitive that the you know they think that the the revenue or the success they have is going to be never ending. So this is the code. It's like, I know you type this revenue is never ending, but I want to give you a minute to tell you that ain't true. One day, them kids that are listening are going to grow up and they're going to get too old for the shit that made you blow up. Now you're looking like because you don't they don't show up, which is true. It's uh, like Pedro said, he even when he goes back to watch the things that he used to love about these, it's just Pedro changed, you know, some uh, his uh, his morals or even his humor changed to a it point was, where he just doesn't resonate with that anymore. And it was I think, just the dick jokes because at the time it was like 2008, 2007 where everything just, was a dick joke. Yeah, dick so, jokes. so it's it's <laughs> that this conversation made me it reminded me of that quote where it's like if you don't change the guys who who are fucking with you, you know how he says in in rap, uh, the guys who who like your music, you know if if you don't innovate, they they're, they're gonna, eventually going to leave or they're going to grow up and then they're going to see that what you, they were actually listening to or watching is a bunch of garbage, which unfortunately happens to a lot of big YouTubers or other media creators. Yeah, creators in general, honestly, mm-hmm. it, it can be applied to anyone really. But I, I agree with the music sense as well because like growing up, like I was like, I was listening to like, you know, Tokyo Hotel and like all these really annoying emo bands. And I'll look at them now. I'm like, how, like, how did I listen to this? Yeah. This is bleeding in my ears right now. I, I remember, obviously, I was a lot younger, which, again, falls in with that that quote. I remember, when was it? Like, back in 2011, when fucking Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa came out? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah I, I, I loved Wiz Khalifa. I thought it was so cool. It's like, I never really, I never engaged in any, in any of the shit that they would say in the music, but I thought it was just so sick. And I would love the music, but for like, some reason I really like the beats. I've always been a, like a huge admirer of the actual music itself, not not the the lyrics, which is reminiscent of my time where I I used to listen to a lot of heavy metal because I thought it was so sick, so impressive, you know how they can make this so, something that to other people seem chaotic made it sound so beautiful. And so I remember back then I, I would listen to Wiz Khalifa and loved it. 
and it wasn't until recently where I I started listening to to rap again, and I went back to try and listen to Wiz Khalifa, and I started listening to the lyrics. I'm like, what the fuck is all of this? I was like, why was I even listening to this when I was 11, 12? I was like, I I didn't even understand anything most of the things that he was saying. You were just an 11, 12 year old kid listening to some dude talking about smoking. And you're like, yes, this yeah. is, I like this. And I think, I think that's in part because I'm I'm the oldest of of out of all my siblings so i you know i i wanted to find something to look up to and i guess like a lot of the people who who i hung out with they were actually eighth graders they're only a year older than than us but that's what they were into so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna match that i'm gonna try and replicate what they are because i looked up to them and it wasn't until like eighth grade itself when i'm like yo these guys are a bunch of dumbasses i'm not gonna start doing (laughs) doing. that's when i was like okay yeah let's not look up to other people who look cool because you know they in a year's time they they they're gonna be in jail or doing something else (laughs) it's it's like straight jail yeah well i mean that's what happened that's what happened with these with these individuals i'm talking about i was saying that's a pivotal point in like in someone's lifetime like when you realize that the people that you you kind of looked up to were actually jerks or vice versa the people that you didn't look up to were the people that you were supposed to look up to yeah that's a that's a big uh, i guess like a motivating factor when i was younger i had that realization where uh you know for the for the for the longest time i i knew you guys and it wasn't until in high school where we are you know our our bond as friends grew more into like a camaraderie but comrades yeah exactly we we die for the flag no, i'm kidding um <laughs> <laughs> in the ussr but you know these guys were the ones who who i grew up with in my apartment so i after school after seeing you guys these were the guys i fucking hung out with so it it was so eerie so weird to see them kind of spiral into something that we're told to not be you know we're like oh kids don't do drugs it's so weird to see your friends engage in that and i guess i never gave into the peer pressure because a lot of people are like oh i i didn't want to replicate them in the sense that i that they were doing wrong things and i thought i would be cool by doing wrong things because i knew that they were wrong i just wanted to i guess be accepted by them by having swag back then you guys remember those days oh god yeah yeah so horrible time in in history I remember when these guys, um, one of them had a girlfriend, things happened, and he, he just didn't want to take in charge of, of the kid. So I'm like, okay, he's this guy's my friend, but I that's not a trait that I admire about him. So I don't want to become that. And I think that's when like high school came around. That's when I was like, yeah, I think, I think it's time to close off these friends or... You know, still be friends, but don't hang out as often because, you know, I didn't want them to influence me any any longer. Which, I mean, look at me now. Uh, th- those guys are doing other things, and I'm a year away from getting my bachelor's in engineering. So, I guess that it is. Sometimes you need to be scared a little bit, you know, to to change. It, yeah. it does. A lot of people n- see that they feel like things need to happen to them to change you know it's like oh shit i shouldn't have done that because i got hurt or something i i guess that's always been a trait of of mine that's i i guess i've admired that i can learn from other people's experiences and apply that into my life without me having to endure the pain that they went through that's some low shit though like how you said that that guy you know got some girl pregnant and just didn't want to take responsibility and i mean look i I don't want to say I get it, but he he was 14, 15 at the time, oh, 16 goodness. at most. So exactly. So it's <laughs> yeah, like, <I> get it. <laughs> it's like you can almost understand what he's feeling, but I I just I at can't the same support time, his decision. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah, he knew what he was doing, dog. If you, oh no, if, he's if, definitely if doing. Yeah. yeah, if you're old enough to do the deed, dog, you know what the fuck. You but then you analyze life, life if you do take charge and then life, if you don't take charge and as a 15 year old, who's not mature, uh, you know, it might be easy to, to see the, the life without having to raise the child. So, yeah, Jesus Christ, man. 
Yeah, it's one of these. Going back to how you were mentioning just about the music stuff, where you, it's you know, and just just in general, you know, how you're saying you kind of when you're at that age, when you're like uh, becoming a teenager, you feel like the people that you are looking up to or that you're hanging out with are like the be all end all, you know, like they are, you know, the people you're going to know forever, blah, blah, blah. Or the music you listen to is the stuff you're going to be listening to forever. And then, yeah, you go back and you listen to some of the stuff and it's like, Oh my gosh, you know, you're only doing it because, or you only listen to it because it happened to be on, on like the top 40 radio pop stations or something. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, you just realize that half the stuff out there is really not worth it. I just realized that the majority of the people that we went to high school with are fucking doing horrible. <laughs> and not to not to say that we're well, doing damn, I mean, so we're not doing audience, bro. I, I'm not saying I'm not hey I can't wait to hey, drop listen, listen, guys, listen. There's at least a handful of people all right, all right. As as a as a person who does the maths almost every day, you know. A handful does not equal no, 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 the no. majority. Okay, I'll give you that. Because okay, the majority yeah. are in like college doing doing their yeah. own stuff. But yeah. what I meant um, by the majority is like the majority of people that we well maybe that I know. Mm-hmm. That I well I mean I only hung out with you guys, but there was like a couple Yeah, I'm doing crack. Like, like, He's right. Acquaint- acquaintances <laughs> that I had <laughs> that are not doing Sorry, so good. Guys. No, I, I get I get what you mean, Cesar. I get what you mean. Like there are there are a few people that we know that are like, how did you get this low? But you know that that is life, isn't it? I feel yeah. like they they just made some bad decisions. They didn't want to rectify those bad decisions, and now they're they're at where they're at. Yeah, I mean, like, again, it's uh, it's almost a fight or flight situation. It's like yeah, you either accept things for how they are. You understand, you, I mean, look, when you do things, you're supposed to understand the repercussions of what could happen afterward, after you fucking do it as an, as an adult, or he isn't even then as, as a teenager who's about to enter adulthood, you should fucking know that. I mean, if you're gonna, you should know this before. I hope so. If you were raised right, but if, if you engage in something and then you think everything's going to be fine and dandy, should shit hit the fan. Then I don't know how you've made it this far into into adulthood. It's like <laughs> you gotta take, risk, yeah, you gotta Dude. exactly. There is risk, and when the odds don't fall in your favor, you are not allowed to bitch out. You're supposed to fucking take things for how they are and deal with it. You know, it's your responsibility, and a lot of people don't do that. Yeah, you know what? I really hate when people, and I'm talking when people do stuff and they get, end up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. And then all their friends are free. Yes. Hashtag free. Let's say in this case, Mike got arrested. Hey, yo, free, <laughs> free my guy, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's always free my guy, Mike. What did Mike do? I mean, he was selling crack or weed, but I mean, he's caught with a couple ounces. Nah, nah, nah. Oh my my God, guy. No. Mike knew what he was doing. I, I, I 100% agree. There was this one kid who was fairly well known. Um, in middle school and elementary, and he shit up like gunpoint shot up a, a circle K, and every single skink that he talked to was like, "Oh, free him from jail." And I was like, "No, like, why do you want him out? Like, he's gonna fuck your life, a woman. What do you want him out for?" I, I like to this day, I get it. You know, if if one of you guys were to freaking, I don't know, do, do some weird stuff, some sketchy stuff. <laughs> I would I would bitch at you by all means I would I would slap you guys around like why did you do that, but at the same time I would I would raise some money for your bail. Yeah, I mean for sure. But what these people, at, at least, um, like on social media, I I hear this guy is like, oh, this guy took his the baby from his baby mama because she she was with another dude. She kidnapped the baby. She shot up the other dude, and then after that, she, they're like, man. He didn't do nothing. The cops wrongly arrested him. Free my guy blank. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, no. That's not the way things work. First of all, you you kidnap the child. <laughs> I, either they're yours or they're not. You could still kidnap a child that is yours. And then pursuing to engage in public... What is it? There's a, there's a certain terminology for when you fight. Yes. Uh, public indecency. No, 
of no, a disturbance wait. for when you fight. And I'm like, those are all quantifiable things that are going against you as to why you should get arrested. Maybe the way he was treated by the police wasn't, uh, you know, an adequate response. But that's not to say you shouldn't be arrested. You know, that stems from a problem, though, that is that people just don't. I mean, and you I think you mentioned it earlier. People don't understand that there are consequences to their actions Mm -hmm. and people don't, you know, think before they act or speak. And I think that goes back to our um, education, Um, because unfortunately, it just, you know, unless you were a quote unquote, like nerd or geek or like we're in the books as a kid, you know, from elementary uh, at home, like growing up, a lot of people, man, just don't get it. You know, like they just don't understand that half the time when something like that happens, it's like, or when they, when they think they're doing the right thing. And when people think they're supporting like somebody that was caught selling drugs or whatever it may be, it's like, no, you have to look at how the world works. Like we get it. People like, it's great to know that people support each other, I guess. But at the end of the day, I feel like not a lot of people understand that there's a law that, you know, you just, you have to abide by a uh, societal code, you know, otherwise you'll just get in trouble. Like there are so many consequences, so many things that people, I, I see a lot of arguments where like people say, Oh, no politician, no governor, no cop is above the law, which, you know, is true. No one is above the law, but when people go out and break the law, and expect them to for people or the, a cop or the judge to bend over backwards for them. It's they're almost implying I'm above the law. You know, they everybody if every if you if you're bitching and moaning that everybody has to follow the law, and then you and then you proceed to break the law. Well, well guess what? You're gonna get arrested and you're gonna get punished for it. You know, I, like I said, I, there's consequences. I love that we just described the entire plot to Live PD. Yeah, oh, it's it's, esen- it's essential. Oh, like, yo, yo, dude, I it, bro. fuck man, I didn't do it. nothing, and fucking I'm like canceled it. What What do you mean? And this is a stolen vehicle. <laughs> no, no, I swear, it's it's, it's, it's mine for real. It's mine. Yeah, no, you know what I love in Life PD is like they get put over, pulled over, and they're like, uh, "Do you give us permission to uh, inspect your car?" And they're like, "Yeah, you ain't gonna find shit, man." And he's like, oh, we find shit. He's like yeah, man, we ain't going to find shit. And then they find like fucking 10 kilos of, of fucking weed or coke or something or meth. And they're like, nah, man, that ain't mine. I, I let my friend borrow my car. That's probably his. Hey, who's who? <laughs> hey, that ain't mine. I love it. I absolutely love it whenever it's like those kind of situations where they really try to put up a fight. Like, no, you can't take my breathalyzer test or whatever. It's like, okay, well. Then we gotta take you away for a blood test. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't condone this. I know my rights. No, you don't. You don't know your rights. I hate the people who try to call a lawyer on the spot on the scene. It's like, well, hold on, let me call my lawyer. I don't give a fuck, my guy. You're going, you're going away, my guy. You're gonna get one free call in the jailhouse. Don't trip. And see, that's the see that see that right there. That right there bothers me so much. Is which just goes back to what I'm saying is that people don't understand how that stuff works. Like, okay, you get detained, you get arrested, even you go to the, you know, you go to jail for a little bit. Like they're doing that. They're going to do that for you at the freaking jail. Like, it's not like when they arrest you on the spot, um, unless it's for, I don't know, murder or something. But when they arrest you on the spot like that, they're not doing that to throw you in a cell so that you could rot there for like a week. They're, they're, they're doing a process. So it's just like, People. You're gonna be out of there either next morning or in a few hours. Yo, guys, exactly, exactly. Sorry, I was talking about it just real quick. It reminds me of the of the song by Megadeth, where they're just like, "We, what is it? We're gonna give this life a man without parole, life without parole." He's like, "Life? What do you mean, life? I, I, I don't have a life." Yeah, so it's like <laughs> a lot of people think that's the way things work. It's like, oh, uh, I have a little bit of weed on me. I'm gonna get arrested and. They think it's going to be, you know, I'm not going to lie. The justice system is fucked up. Oh, I, I've seen cases where people get 20 years for, Weed. you know, for minor possession. <laughs> and rapists are getting five or even less or even yeah. just fucking parole. 
slap it's on the wrist. Definitely fucked up. And but like here again, we go to the thing. It's like, just don't break the law. If you're carrying, ah, uh, fuck. It's it's very tricky, but it's just please just don't try and break the law. And it's not even Dude. like obviously, yeah, don't don't break the law. But if you know that you you know, let's say you're pulled over and they're about to detain you, and you know you've done nothing wrong, cooperate. Like, don't yeah. immediately get defensive because it's just going to be worse for you. Which, of course, I get it. If for somebody that doesn't understand what's happening, I, I can uh, like a hundred percent see why you would be scared. Um, but then that fear is essentially what's going to ruin the odds of you getting out of there safely and or just going through the motions like like fine. You know, the minute you let fear settle in and let you and like start acting without thinking. It's like, well, yeah, then you're going to end up doing something that will put you in jail for longer than just one night. Yeah, that that makes me remember the fucking live PD episode where it was these two guys. The guy in the passenger seat, he had a warrant. A cop sees him, like clearly knows who he is. He's like, yo, I know that guy. That guy has a warrant. They start following him. They run the car. It's clean. The driver's clean as well. The only person, they're after the passenger. And the passenger realizes that they're being followed. And he just like immediately gets out, starts running. And so does the driver who was clean. Right. And they they get the driver and they're like, why'd you run? You do know we were only after your buddy, right? You're clean. The car is clean. It's not stolen. Why did you run? There's nothing. We didn't find anything on you. And he said, I was just scared. I ran. Exactly. <laughs> it's a, well, now you're going away for evading the police. <laughs> exactly, dude. It's it's insane. Yeah, but then I guess we go back into that ideology where you know you 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 can't snitch anybody out. So it's either you, you know these people are gonna get pulled over and they're gonna ask and I'm like, hey, yo, where's your buddy? And they're gonna be, like, man, I ain't no snitch. And is, it's like, which, it's can, like, okay, you're now you're not cooperating. Like, can we all agree that that <laughs> is hands down the stupidest fucking thing? Yeah, like yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, there's this whole. Like, thing nobody's like, calling you a six nine, bro. Yeah, like well, it's this whole <laughs> thing of like stitches get stitches, but it's like okay, sure, but I would rather. Every like, time they say that, I feel like they're like gonna go to the ER and get a few like <laughs> sutures. Stitches. I would rather. This motherfuckers getting stitches. If I knew, if I knew that I was gonna go to prison for life unless I confess something, I'd be like, you know what? I don't want to be in prison forever. I'd rather get yeah. out of that. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where it's like. You're really gonna, you're you're really gonna risk your life, uh, like years of your life, for some fucking dude. Like, what the fuck? If yeah, chances are you, that other dude's a piece of shit. Yeah, so if someone's like, putting you in that situation, they're not that much of a good friend. If I put you guys in a situation where you guys had to lie for me, I'm like, no, guys, tell the truth. Like, just throw it on me. I'm getting, I'm getting the death sentence no matter what. Just give it to me. <laughs> nah, Pedro, I'd be like, throw this motherfucker in the gulag. I'll tell you what I mean. <laughs> with, <laughs> with snipers. With snipers. Yeah, dude. No, it's only fist while the other guy has a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just think people have a sick sense of, like, honor. It's like, that's not necessarily honor. That's stupidity. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, at the same time, like, say the other person, okay, hypothetical, I killed somebody. Well, I'm already going away. Say you you three are not cooperating with the cops. Not you three for assisted murder. Because it's very clear I killed the dude. Yeah, I'm accessory so, now. If, accessory, I, if I know you yeah. killed somebody. Exactly. So I'd rather yeah. you guys just save yourselves, save your skins. Listen, <laughs> save if you yourselves. killed someone and you were 30, 40... And that I'm assuming I, I don't know off the top of my head, but killing a person at least gives you 25 to life, right? Uh, uh, depends well, on the state. Depends yeah, on the state. Okay. Yeah. But even then, it de- it depends on the intent, like with the yeah. first degree, second degree, third degree. Okay. Yeah. yeah like yeah, if yeah. you planned this shit, you wanted to kill them. Like man, it's premeditated. Th- that's a whole. Yeah. Thing. This person goes on her on their lunch at 11:30. This is a perfect time to bust some caps. <laughs> then yeah you're, you're getting first degree but if if it's almost like oh you defended your life you know these this person's try to square up on you and it's second degree because it's or is that third degree well, what's uh, the degrees and murder i don't know yeah I, I would look that up i'm but a lawyer boy it is 100 percent based on what the situation is obviously if you are planning on murdering somebody and it's like meticulous yeah you're going away for life my guy but if it's like um 
I don't know, some guy comes at you with a knife and you didn't even mean to, yeah, and you didn't even mean to, and you just happen to kill him, then like, yeah, you're fine. You you might, I mean, you know, lo, you know, I'm sure the law with its twist turns has its ways of like, well, you know, maybe you didn't have to do that and you're still going to go away for a little bit, but a lot better than, than life in prison or death. Point is, if this guy killed someone and I'm in a car with him and I get pulled over, I'm like, I'm sorry, my guy, you're already going away for <laughs> forever. I'm spilling everything. I'm spilling everything. I was like, my guy, even if I don't say anything, you're gonna be gone. Yeah. So first yeah, degree is like, premeditated. First degree is premeditated. Second is not. And then third is like when you have absolute zero intent of killing this person. Like you, like Wait, we're playing. What? You were playing golf and you accidentally hit him with the fucking the golf ball in the head and he's dead. Uh, Second yeah. degree is so, like, I mean, so you, I killed you him. killed him. You killed him like completely unwillingly. That's third degree uh, murder, which is manslaughter. Third degree is like, I mean, I killed him, but I'm not I'm not I'm not it's unhappy like, that I killed him. Yeah, it's like, man, fuck <laughs> yeah. Jerry. It was coming to him. He fucking <laughs> got some bets away from me on the fucking wait, on the, wait. On yeah, the 18th hole, bro. What's a what's a good example of second degree? Because like third degree, like I I immediately think of like a car accident, but if second degree, if it wasn't premeditated, so you second just like versus third degree. So I mean, and I I don't know. Like I kind of got a little confused, but I would assume that you know not wanting to kill, not going out of your way to kill someone intentionally, would have just been like, oh, man called you a pussy. Shot him. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking too, but I wasn't sure. So second degree. degree like... So second degree is when it's not premeditated, but there is an intent to harm. Third degree oh, okay, is when it's okay. not premeditated and there was never an intent to harm. Like I get again, it's like you you swing the fucking the the club and then the ball hits Jerry who's like picking up his ball at the eighteenth hole and he's dead. So accidentally, <laughs> accidentally Jeez, giving Jerry second too degree much drugs would be like, on accident. Yeah, second degree would be like someone squaring up, and you're trying to like defend your life. At that point, you're you're attempting to inflict harm on this person. And they, yeah, but, okay, it's, yeah. uh, but it's but it's unwilling. Your plan. Yeah, it wasn't your plan. Yeah, which I guess thought, would be like self sure. Yeah, yeah, like third degree is like some like final destination shit. Like it. It's, like was not nobody was it? Yeah, it's completely not supposed to happen. My what about God. like a nurse, for, for, a, a nurse if, mistaking pills and, and giving it to someone and accidentally killing that person? Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, who knows though? That's that's either like a, a really sad third degree or a really well done first. <laughs> like nobody knew. <laughs> I mean, if she got caught, then it's probably not well done first, but. Um, I would hate to die from a golf ball hitting me on the head. First of all, I would hate that oh, be, I, I would be disappointed in myself for being at a golf course. No offense to anybody who plays golf. I, I, <laughs> but to be like knocked out and then die, I, I would haunt that person for forever. Yeah, dude, I've been to Top Golf a couple times. It's just like there's this there's this cart that goes around and it has like like a brush. <laughs> they have up like front. a shield, no? Yeah, and so what they do is like the balls get so concentrated in the field that they have they have to go sweep them out. And so I remember the last time I was there, I saw the truck or the little go-kart go there. And it's all fully shielded and barricaded. And you could see the people, like, something snapped in us. And we're like, yo, let's try and hit this guy. Oh, that poor and guy. so we're just oh swinging this thing. And you oh, just hear, duk, 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 duk. Y'all are evil, man. Yeah. No, I, I hit it, dude. It was fun. Like, the guy, the guy was even laughing. So we were like, all right, he's having a good time. He has a gun. I could just imagine like it just go it just goes in, like hits the thick ass glass, shatters, and just knocks out this guy. Then yeah, dude, that's third degree. Bro, I barely wanted to clean the bathrooms at churches, let alone freaking get some balls while getting pelted. Hell no. Nah, dude, you're fine. It's, <laughs> it, it honestly looked like fun. He might he, honestly he might be paid kind of well. I mean it's top golf. It's not like they're underpaying anybody there. At least I've I don't never hope been so. to top golf. Top golf is fun to go. We it's pretty cheap too. There's a certain time where you could go, and it's like, uh, don't the, the quote me, but it was super cheap. It to me was like you have to sign up for a membership, and then it which, gets is cheaper. which is free, which is free. Really? Okay, because they they told me that you have to pay a certain amount, and then it, it gets cheaper the the more the, after you go the first time. 
No, I, I mean, each time I went, they were like, hey, if you sign up as a member, you don't you don't have to bring in your own clubs and stuff. Mm. And being a member is just like, it's almost, just, it's like when you go to fucking guest or H&M and you're like, hey, do you have a rewards membership with us? Uh, it's the same thing. And and you I get that he added the voice. Yeah, and yeah, and you get access to to free clubs and everything. It's it's pretty fun. And they also have food. It's it's really cool. It's a good time. That beer. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, I mean, I've been I've been on a couple of dates with my girlfriend there, and we hmm. we had fun. It was pretty cool. So I we're think, going to work um, I feel like most places now have have beer. Like even places that are mostly for kids. Oh yeah, I mean it's like when you go to like the fucking Dave and Buster's, it's like. All the kids are out playing, and then you see the fucking the waiters are like, "Yo, you want another drink?" <laughs> You're like, "Yes, please." Yo, and when they legalize weed, I, I'm I'm calling it now. There, there's gonna be bud tenders. Oh, it's, oh, speaking of it, I think tenders. I, that's the, that's what they're called, bud tenders. <laughs> bud tender. I thought you meant like butt, like like booty tenders or something. I'm like, what? Nah, Dude, people no. on the side dressed nicely, ready to smack your ass. These are no bullshit. No, I just imagine chicken tenders. <laughs> Caesar, no bullshit. The other day I saw this, like, just on my Google feed. They were like, uh, Arizona Superior Supreme Court judge blocked this, like, appeal that, that uh, a proposition to legalize weed should not be on this upcoming November election. And he said... Yeah, and, and he said, "No, nah, that's completely bullshit. It's staying on the ballot." So, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a good fucking chance that like, dude, I'm come twenty 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 one, we're just gonna be DOIs, but with more weed, dude. I'm calling it, dude. It's already on the ballot. It's already on the. No- it's gonna be on the November ballot. Yeah, and it is. It's- a lot of people. I'm gonna vote. So shit. Why? Well, at least I hope dispensary. you vote. Yeah, the dispensaries <laughs> are everywhere already that's so it, like the state it would benefit the state with tax money yeah I agree. coming in like come on my guy I, people are using it i see a, like you know a good opportunity in uh to like legalize it because you know we'll actually gain things from it but yeah. i i know that people are just not gonna you know use this substance uh properly or maturely so, so like it's we go back to the thing where it's like a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, they're arrested because you're smoking weed, and they're gonna be like, man, it's legal. What the fuck are you trying to do? But yeah, I'm still voting yeah on it because like we we might get more fucking money Revenue. going to to schools yeah. and stuff, and which would a lot be good. of people are thinking about like, oh, the people that are gonna abuse it, but people aren't thinking about the the actual community or population of people that this will benefit like the people that have kids and they use uh thc not just marijuana just the thc and like either edibles and they help them with like uh schizophrenia i'm pretty sure i pronounced it wrong did i (laughs) why are you talking about like mental issues or are you talking about the back pain well i'm thinking i'm thinking about the people or the population of people who use uh medical marijuana as a like it's only been their only solution to helping them in their wellness okay the reason i say back pain is because i have a cousin who he he actually has uh, a medical card and uh uses weed because his scoliosis is really bad and that that's what um you know fucking that's the only thing that could prevent his his pain but i'm not gonna lie this motherfucker like comes into parties high as fuck and he's like <laughs> bro i'm it's so good. high right now and i'm like bro are you fucking using it because like legit your back is hurting and you just want to be high and he's like both bro both it's gonna be spy, <laughs> so hot, it? yeah <laughs> yeah but like the people that have like kids that are under 18 and they have to they, they had to jump through hoops to get like doctors to actually prescribe them um either them or their child the actual prescription to get the marijuana card. So yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at the, that population that they've only found that weed is the only thing that's helped them and not these other drugs that so many doctors have prescribed them. Yeah. You know? I also find it pr- pretty cool because, you know, there's a population of people who just don't have insurances or uh, don't go with uh, with doctors, you know, to get prescribed these things. And so it almost opens up that market of still that people are using it for for medical reasons, 
but it opens up to people who, for example, are, I don't know, like undocumented and have have traumatic pain, but have no access to it. And this could be a way for them to, you know, get this to actually treat their injuries or disabilities, which would be Yo, cool. All weed dealers are going to be like, nah, because <laughs> if, if they make it legal, no one's going to hit up them. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's that's one of the main talking points. It's like if we legalize it now, we we've kind of broken up that system for for the black market, the illegal market, because now it's going to be it's legal. Now the government could actually control, put prices that are pretty competitive yeah. and that can knock down the illegal market for it, which like, listen, dude. actually I think. Uh, in California, the illegal market is like at its all-time high, despite it being legal. I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> it's like, nah, bro, I want to get arrested. All right, they're like, listen, dog, this shit right here, this shit right here is on natural, <laughs> which actually might be sick. That was something that I was going to bring up, too, is the first thing I think of when I think of that proposition is it is going to clean up the streets by a lot um at least i hope so right you hope it has that effect apart from yeah like i i honestly didn't even think about the people that need it for pain because in my opinion from what i've seen you know how many people do you truly know um that legitimately use it for hardcore pain obviously joe i know you mentioned your cousin but when you look at like like a good percentage of people i feel like that's probably not one of the bigger reasons um but like for sure like i think of the other states that already have it uh legalized and you know you don't see like a whole lot of bad news come out of it um and i think it's just because that holds those those whole states are probably so mellowed out (laughs) but for sure the the you know it'd be nice to think like oh good you know there won't be so many shootings because of bad drug deals you know Um, it's just going to clean that that aspect of it up and we'll just be able as much as, you know, should the government be allowed to control stuff like that, like they already do a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch They're of... They're infringing up on my rights. Yeah, like, should, should they be allowed... Should, <laughs> we, allow them, should we allow them to, to add that to their to their list of things that they already control? You know, who knows? That's a different conversation. Yeah. Modify the Bill of Rights to add an 11th Amendment but, to... But at, yeah. But at you least, have a right to smoke weed. At, at least, you know, we'll be cleaning up something. Like, there's going to be some positives to it, so... Yeah. yeah at at the end of the day it's being used it's being sold regardless if the government wants it or not so at the end of the day do you want you know these people in the black market to have this cash or do you want to take advantage and actually benefit and get some of that cash no you see no, the thing is here we go it's like all right now there's more tax money which you know we all want it to go to schools to go to infrastructure but chances are it's just gonna go to buy a few more fucking f-15 fighter jets or something so to, to bring it I mean back it's the to, reality to bring it back to what we we're talking about you know it's gonna clean up the streets my prediction is because a lot of these drug dealers are doing it to provide for their own families um, or for their own personal gain whatever the fuck they want to spend it on they might move on to another thing aka probably cocaine maybe math I mean, chances are, are that these guys are already selling those. Yeah, a lot well. of them yeah. are already doing that, my guy. <laughs> I was just gonna say that that's the, see that's the problem is that they you start selling weed because it is something that like ninety percent of you know drug users use, but then you start to dive into the world and not to name names because I have a couple, um, and I think you guys do too. We yeah. know people that have dived into that world. And I personally have seen people start with marijuana and then it, it just, it goes, you know, to cocaine, it goes mm-hmm. to, to pills, you know? So people that are already dealing with weed, you know, for a fact that they're already dealing with those other drugs. So you're right though. Like, will it just add to that market? Will people just start to, you know, push those drugs more? I don't know, because in my opinion, I feel like the people that deal with mostly weed and maybe some other drugs don't want to make that their main thing because not a lot of people are in that market for those things. And the, and the people that are, I, I would, I would imagine it starts to get really dangerous. Um, so I think there's probably a limit to some of those guys. So I, yeah. I, I can't imagine, I feel like the people that are dealing the harder drugs, you know, meth, uh, crack cocaine are probably in their own niche market in their own corner of the oh, yeah. market. 
a lot of the dealers that I have, um, they they post pictures of obviously they post pictures of the products they have yeah. and what times they're serving, as they say, because now that's what they go. Oh, I'm serving or shops closed, whatever. That's the terminology they use. But I, I want to say that 90% of them is weed and they have a small amount of other drugs. By other drugs, I mean like uh, <laughs> uh, acid, you know, uh, what's the mushrooms and pills. Nice. And fentanyl. They don't, they, they, I always see tops, maybe 10 to 15 pills or even 15 little sheets of acid. But whereas they, when they take pictures of when they receive their weed and they receive weed on a weekly basis, well, at least the guy I'm talking about, he posts pictures of him getting the load. It's like a massive amount of weed. It's just, and he pushes that out every week. Whereas the pills, it's just like the same amount for like uh, more than two weeks. Yeah. My point is that they, they deal with weed majorly. And I feel like if it gets legalized, yeah, I guess since, you know, they can't really benefit from that or make money off of weed, I think that they're going to invest way more money into the, you other know, products. I think there lies one critical issue is that humans are, you know, just creatures that adapt to the environment they're in. You know, we're products of what we're, we're living in. And I feel like if the climate changes to, hey, weed is legal now, that's not a market that you can pursue. People are going to do harder drugs. They're going to they're gonna start pushing coke. They're going to start pushing more amphetamines, which will just feed into the already existing, you know, epidemic with, with fucking uh, amphetamines. So, like I said, there's, there's, there's going to be... Co- uh, pros to it but there's also going to be cons there's going to be there's going to be these guys that are going to be advertising harder stuff and thus and you know the youth and even even long time fans are going to be hell yeah now it's easier to get hands on coke now it's easier to get my hands on meth something like that man i mean it's the truth these guys are gonna explain these guys are gonna these guys are gonna want to sustain themselves and then 10 to 15 years from now we're gonna be like man just legalize cocaine man like yeah they're gonna like legalize that shit like health benefits and stuff (laughs) yeah it's like the increased heart rate is good for burning calories i don't know yeah you want to lose weight quick just do fucking four lines every day (laughs) (laughs) yeah no drugs is always a a topic that i mean for the most part isn't too good to talk about but i mean with weed having it having been so prevalent for such a long time we've been able to study it and everything i'm i'm not a pothead but i sure as hell do not compare weed to fucking fentanyl which can kill you with literally a quarter a quarter of a microgram it's that's fucking absurd you know how easy it is. Mexico, man. Yeah. Which is like here is what we're going to go with again. It's like these guys are going to be okay. Weed isn't a viable source. So I'm going to have to start pushing other things. And then it's just going to it's just going to come full circle and hit the community harder. Which, like I said, it's 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 difficult to predict what truly will happen. Yeah, fentanyl is a whole different thing. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, we're going back to I want to go back to. Um, churros yeah you want to go back <laughs> churros, churros are highly addicting all right fuck churros are fucking fuck. awesome dude it's like but i think I the saying... most sorry what yeah no i was just gonna say something stupid like the most addicted drink is orange juice because every time i drink some i always want more i can't i can't <laughs> stop drinking it really? orange juice dude it, it's fucking scary bro my mom brings like a gallon like like a really big gallon of like minute made orange juice and i pour myself a little like a cup and i'm over here like i'm gonna fucking finish this like you, you, uh, i i have a worry that we're gonna see caesar like swimming in tampico or some shit oh no tampico no that has too much sugar but like minute made orange juice dog <laughs> yeah, right. oh, fuck like, it all has a lot of sugar look no, 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 how, no, no, it's like 40 grams of sugar nah, tampico no, though tampico's like hella hella like bro let's look one serving of minute made juice Ah, well, it tastes sweeter. It tastes sweeter. Minimade is a bad example, but I I feel like I know what you're talking about, Caesar. Like definitely freshly 
poured orange juice, like with the pulp and like the nasty yeah. gooiness. It's it's very good. <laughs> pulp. Oh, dude, pulp. I love pulp. Pulp is the way to go. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we hit uh, an hour marker, and I think that's that's it for tonight. That, Make your juice, uh, boys. Oh, it's twenty four grams. That does it. Twenty four grams. Shit, what the fuck? You drink with forty grams? God damn. I don't know. <laughs> I li- put a little bit of fat on it. <laughs> okay. Is, does anyone have any final words? Uh, follow us on Instagram at at Gelatine Podcast. Yep, follow us on Pornhub too. Where else? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right, thanks everyone.